I didn't question my decision. That's why I could do it for 16 years. That's a quote by Irom Sharmila, the Iron Lady who maintained a hunger strike for 16 years against the Draconian AFSPA Act. In the first part, we discussed about the Gujarat Act of Disturbed Areas. Now we are moving to the Northeastern states and we are seeing about the act that has brought to the news new forays of interaction between the center and the state wherein states have repeatedly asked the center to repeal the act but the center is not too willing to do the same let's know about the act i'm ria with you your host tonight keep tuning to the station let's begin our news Armed Forces Special Powers Act or AFSPA as it's known is a parliamentary act that grants special powers to the Indian Armed Forces and the state and paramilitary forces in areas classified as disturbed areas. It seeks to maintain law and order in the disturbed areas. It gives power to the army, state and central police services to shoot to kill search houses and destroy any property that is likely to be used by insurgents in area declared as disturbed by the home ministry security forces can also arrest a person without warrant who has committed or even about to commit a cognizable offense even based on reasonable suspicion it also provides security forces with legal immunity for their actions in disturbed areas While the armed forces and the government justify its need in order to combat militancy and insurgency, critics have pointed out cases of possible human rights violation linked to the act. If you think AFSPA was germinated in our country in say the last decade or so, you are very wrong because it stems from the pre-independent era. AFSPA was first enacted as an ordinance in the backdrop of Quit India movement launched by Mahatma Gandhi in 1942. Shaken by the massive scale of violence across the country, the then Viceroy Lilith Gow promulgated the Armed Forces Special Powers Ordinance 1942. After the independence, Indian Parliament enacted three different acts again under AFSPA for different regions. First Armed Forces Special Powers Act 1958 in Assam and Manipur. Next AFSPA Act 1983 in Punjab and Chandigarh. Third Armed Forces Special Powers Act 1990 in Kashmir. In Kashmir it was to deal with the unprecedented rise in militancy and insurgency. whereas in Chandigarh it was to arrest the Khalistan movement in the 1980s and if we talk about the Assam region it was to deal with the Naga insurgency Assam was the first state to come under AFSPA in 1958 there are some key provisions of the act which we shall discuss now The Governor of 
state and the central government are empowered to declare any part or full of any state as a disturbed area if according to their opinion that it has become necessary to disrupt the terrorist activity or such activity that might impinge on the first sovereignty of india second cause insult to the national flag third cause insult to the national anthem or india's constitution section 3 of the act provides that if the governor of a state issues a official notification in the gazette of india then the central government has the authority to deploy armed forces for assisting the civilian authorities once the region is declared disturbed then it has to maintain the status quo for a minimum of 3 months section 4 of the aspa gives special powers to officers which we discussed in the beginning section 3 of the aspa states that any area to be declared a disturbed area is conferred on the governor of state or the administrator of the ut or the central government the state governments can suggest whether the act is required to be enforced or not but their opinion can be overruled by the governor or the center initially when the act came into force in 1958 the power to confer aspa was given only to the governor of the state the power was conferred on the central government with the amendment in 1978 Tripura was declared a disturbed area by the central government over the opposition by the state government. So here is the issue at hand. The act does not explicitly explains the circumstances on which it can be declared a disturbed areas. Hence calling for a lot of sketchiness in the act and thereby allowing the misuse of powers by the forces. What is the Disturbed Areas Act? Don't confuse it to the earlier Disturbed Areas Act which we discussed in terms of Gujarat. The Assam Disturbed Areas Act was initially promulgated for Nagaland in 1955 to suppress the Naga uprising. This act is called the Mini Aafspa Act since it provides the same powers to the armed forces as in Aafspa. The state government has got the power to declare the whole or any part of the district by notification in the official gazette as a disturbed areas. Many states including the Jammu Kashmir have repealed the disturbed areas act and brought in the AFSPA. The difference between DAA and AFSPA is that the DAA confers the powers of the state but AFSPA can be invoked either by the governor of the state or the central government. Now let's know some issues on it. First, the act fails to protect and uphold the human rights. Second, the absolute authority vested in the armed forces to shoot on sight based on mere suspicion and for an offence as basic as violating an order is absurd. in a democratic country like india third the power of arbitrary arrest and detention given to the armed forces goes against the fundamental rights vested under article 
The greatest outrage against AFSPA is due to the immunity given to the armed forces. No prosecution, suit or another legal proceeding shall be instituted except with the previous sanction of the central government. This immunity which protects, guards and also facilitates the armed forces to take unwarranted decision at times is clearly unquestionable. The greatest criticism is that even during the state of emergency the right to life and liberty article 21 and certain rights under article 20 cannot be suspended but the absolute power given to armed forces dissolves the inherent rights given under the fundamental rights in the naga people's movement of human rights versus union of india supreme court gave some guidelines in 1998 it said that the act and the powers given in are not arbitrary and unreasonable and therefore not in violation of the provisions of the constitution further the guidelines stated that the army personnel are required to strictly follow minimum force a person arrested and taken to custody under section 4 has to be handed over to the nearest police station within 24 hours of such arrest the act has to be reviewed every 6 months by the state despite these guidelines there were some killings of people in manipur which triggered widespread protests and outrage against the enforcement of act and as a follow up the government set up the jeevan reddy commission to review afspa it recommended that the act be repealed it also noted that afspa has become an object of hate and an instrument of discrimination and high handedness yet again in 2013 a committee headed by supreme court judge santosh hegde under the santosh hegde committee reviewed the encounter killings of people in manipur it also recognized that afspa did give sweeping powers to men in uniform without granting citizens protection against its misuse there were additional orders by the supreme court from 2016 to 2017 asking the forces to act in cooperation with the district administration and not as an independent body no prosecution suit or legal proceedings be instituted except with previous sanction of central government against any person there are some importance of the act as well which are that it is applied only to areas where ordinary laws are inadequate to deal with the situation second due to the rising in certain movements in india it seems important to protect the states which are also sharing the border with china army claims that it needs the special powers under the afspa to deal with the foreign terrorists and the home grown terrorists conclusion 
As the CBI now investigates the Manipur and counter killings, the Supreme Court must ensure that the probe reaches its logical conclusion and it should be insulated from political pressures. It is high time that sincere and concerted effort are made continuously by the four stakeholders: civil society, armed forces, states, and the government of India to find a lasting and peaceful solution to the festering problem. With a little consideration from all quarters, it is never too late to bring peace and harmony in society. The recent Supreme Court verdicts is likely to have far-reaching consequences in places where security forces have been insulated by ASPA to carry out counter-insurgency operations. This was the topic for tonight. Thank you for listening to both the parts. And if you have stuck for so long, I appreciate your patience. See you tomorrow at 6. Be there same time, same place. See you. Bye-bye.